Hello, welcome to Victory Chat with Jackie McKeever. I am your host, Jackie McKeever, and on Victory Chat, we talk about faith, finances, books, and business. And remember, on Victory Chat, your victory starts here. Your victory starts literally with a conversation. Remember, you can find a video version of this episode on my YouTube channel. To find my YouTube channel, simply go to www.jackiemckeever.com forward slash links. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe. So for, for you all that are new and new to my channel, thank you for watching my channel. If you did not know, I just want to let you all know I'm doing a special series called Behind the Author's Pen. And on the in this series, what we do is we interview an author and we get all up in their business, honey, and learn a little bit about their books. So today we have special guests. I'm so excited to introduce Iceland Hamilton Austin. Austin. She is a shall, a book, a children's book author. And today she is going to talk about her book called Mimi, Mama, Yaya, Gaga, Nana, Granny, Big Mama, and Me. Welcome to the show, Ison. How are you doing today? Hey, Jackie. I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me and allowing me to take up your space. Are you ready to get in our hot seat and let us get all up in your business? I'm ready, girl. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I will we I promise that it'll be gentle, but we got to we got to go behind your pen a bit and okay. find out a little bit more about you and about all these beautiful works of art you have done. So, my first question for this hot seat round is why did you decide to create this book? So I decided to create this book because um, 16 years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And my one prayer as soon as I found out was, God, please allow me to live long enough to watch my children grow up. Because my daughter was in her first year of college and my son was in his last year of high school. And I always felt like he did me one better because I've watched him grow into amazing adults. And I have three-year-old twin grandchildren who call me Mimi. And so they have to come to my house three or four times a week. And it's Mimi, Mimi, Mimi. And one night I couldn't sleep. And I decided to just write this series called Mimi and Me. And so when I started writing the books, there was about things I had done with them. And then after I wrote the books, I was like, well, everybody doesn't call their grandmother Mimi. So that's how the title got to be Mimi, Mima, Yaya, Gaga, Nana, Granny, Big Mama, and Me. And the book became a multicultural approach to the things kids do with their grandmothers. Wow. That is wonderful. So um, how long did it take you to write this book? It didn't take me that long to write the book. Like I, I couldn't sleep. So I actually wrote all four books in that series, like in a couple of hours. Well, go, but girl. I just sat up and it was God. That was nothing but God. I was just writing and writing. It took me longer to get the book published than it mm -hmm. took me to write the book. So it didn't take me that long to write it. That was the easy part. So speaking of publishing and delays, were there any other delays concerning producing this book? Well, I, I never, ever published a book in my life. 
but I have a really good friend who's a book publisher. And so when I, I sent her the manuscript and I was like, hey, Steph, tell me what you think about this book. And she was like, this book is amazing. And I was like, I have no idea what to do with it from now. And she was like, I'll help you. So she did. Like, she helped me. The longest part of the delays was the illustrator. Um, illustrators can be finicky and it depends on what they're doing at the time where your project falls. So the, the illustrator I have for the first book is not the one for the next two books. It took her six months to finish my illustrations. And my second illustrator took her 30 days. Wow. So she was my biggest delay. I guess she had to learn your style, huh? That and it was a back and forth thing because she had only done two books before that. I had never done any books and I'm real picky. So it was back and forth of, no, I don't like that. No change this. And then she had one of the grandmothers who's like a man. I'm like, she's like a flat chested boy. So we had the, it was a lot of changes. So um, who, who exactly was this book written for? I know it's a children's books, but what exactly um, are you conveying to the, to the reader? So the book was written for my grandkids and then for my grandmother. Um, my grandmother has a lot of grandkids and growing up, she always made each of us feel like we were her only ones. Um, she always made us all feel special. She always wanted you to be, she's like, if you're going to be the person that cleans the bathrooms, clean, be the best bathroom cleaner you could hey. be. And so that really affected my, my cousins. We all grew up like siblings because we all had to go to the country for the summer. And all of us are pretty much 99% of us are very successful. Um, and that was because of my grandmother. And so it was a, this book is an ode to my grandmother and all grandmothers. And I did the multicultural post because I'm like, that's just not for African-American grandmothers. That's for everybody. Um, and being a grandmother now myself is a different kind of love. Like I you heard love, that. Yeah, it is. You love your kids, but this is, this is a different kind of love. It really is. It's, it's a, like your kids, you would give your life for, but your grandkids is your life plus. It's like, it's a, it's a different kind of love. And so the, the, I wrote the book because I was trying to convey that kind of love to everyone, but knowing that it doesn't just go to one nationality. That's awesome. Um, have you written other books before? Uh, I had two other books actually after that. So the Christmas version of the Mimi one, which I, I love Christmas, it's my favorite holiday. So that book is phenomenal because it has the Christmas seeds of all different nationalities and grandmothers. And then the last one is called Different Than Me, which came out a couple of months ago, a few months ago. And that one is actually about kids who are in families that there are different nationalities of. So they all have a multicultural approach to them. So will there be any other books for you? Um, and if so, would they be in the same genre or others? It'll be in the same genre. Um, the Media Me series has Potty Training with Mimi and Minding My Manners with Mimi, which is coming up. And then the Different Than Me series has another one called Different Than Me Too. Mm -hmm. And that was going to be about kids with disabilities. Ooh. So each page is a kid of a different disability and how they overcome the disabilities to be a normal kid in their eyes. Oh, I love that. You put a lot of thought in that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love when a, a good, a great plan comes together. That's what they used to say on the 18. I love that saying too. So I still say it, even though the show's not on anymore. It's still relevant. It's still okay. relevant. <laughs> um, the next question is, what do you want readers to get from this book? 
I want them to get that it doesn't matter what your nationality is, what your um, ethnic background is. Love is love in any language. Um, and that grandmothers are special people. We need those grandmothers again for stuff that's going on in this world. I think they, you know, like people always say your parents um, put your foundation. I don't believe that. I think your grandparents put your foundation because like I said, it's a different kind of love. They have that unconditional, extra, no boundary kind of love that kids need that. Like you need somebody who's going to give in a little bit to you, give you that extra piece of cake, that extra candy, but still will keep you in, in line to where you need to be. So it's a different kind of love for sure. I think I think uh, grandparents kind of serve as the person that balance the balance the relationship between uh, parent and child. You Absolutely, know? my daughter. <laughs> when I get in trouble with my daughter, she always calls it. Okay, you're you're doing your Mimi stuff right now. <laughs> 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 when I give them something she didn't want them to have, or I let them get away with it, she's like, "Mom, you're doing your Mimi stuff right now." I'm like, okay. <laughs> "That's cute." <laughs> um. So what other books or authors inspire you? I don't really have other books that inspired me, to be honest with you, because I never in a million years thought I was going to be a children's author. It just kind of got I don't, in my lap. I mean, I had written a book for my job, basically, which I didn't even publish, by the way, called um, Don't Forget the Parents. Mm. And I started compiling it because I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner and it was questions and things that parents always wanted to know when they came in for the visits. So I put the, I did the book from birth to five years old. I finished that book and I never got it published because I started doing the children's books and they were way more fun. So, hey. so I really, I didn't really have anybody that inspired me to do it. I just, it was just something I came in my head and I was like, I'm going to see if I can do this. And here I am. You're just a natural born creative. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, what advice would you give new authors writing a book? Um, I would tell them to make sure you research your genre. So look to see what are the types of books are out there, the ones you want to do. Um, and then find out what avenue you want to take. Being a self-published author is not an easy road because it's easy for you to publish a book, but the marketing is the hardest part. Uh, that's more work. That's like having another job. Mm. Trying to make sure people stay interested. You try to get into avenues that you think that would like your books. Um, and then I just like I researched and watched a lot of YouTube videos. I asked questions a lot. I joined um, Facebook author Um Think groups, especially the Arthur Hive, where pe like people like me that are very interested in what's going on, and they will share their information. So just get in, get with people that are doing stuff you want to do. You know how they always say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you don't need to be in that room. Mm -hmm. That holds true. That holds true for this because you will. I always I learn something every day about something I didn't know, and don't be afraid to not meet strangers like I take my stuff with me everywhere I go and I don't care if I'm talking to the lady at the grocery line I'm, I tell them about it because you never know where that might take you that's and right so, so that I mean that would be my advice and have some patience like and nothing's gonna happen overnight um it's, it's a it's a long road and, and you're gonna be be happy with some no's because you know people might tell you no I don't want to do this but they may give you another road to go down so the no's can I end up being a positive for you I love that. I always mm -hmm. like to say that uh, there's a blessing even in a closed door, you know? Yes, that is so <laughs> true. So true. 
child. I can go on all day about closed door. I was like, oh, I wanted that. Like I was like times where I prayed for something and the door was closed. And then later I'm like, oh God, I'm just so glad you're wiser than me. Yeah. I, I didn't go through that door because it was closed. I posted a video about that the other day. Like just because something's not happening for you right now, that's your blessing. The, the prayer you ask for not happening is the blessing because you don't know what's going to be in store for you later. That's right. And sometimes that that no may be just a no now, right. you know, because um, uh, speaking of children and stuff is uh, an example I like to give. You wouldn't give uh, a one month old baby a thousand dollar bill because they would not know what to do with it exactly okay <laughs> so yeah. you wouldn't know what to do with it they have to grow and develop and learn yes. what the about how to the value of that bill yes. and then they can take it and, and do whatever it was is but if you give it to a little tiny infant they're gonna put it in their mouth and it's gonna go, go to waste yeah absolutely <laughs> anyway so my last question is um, can you, can you give the readers a sample, a blurb, a little peek of your book? Sure. So I don't know, can they see this? That's the cover. Yes. It's also in the background. Yes. In the background. Um, and so I'll read them the first couple of pages. Mm -hmm. So it says, mommy and daddy ask God for me. And I have a Mimi, well, I'm going to use Mimi, but you can use all the titles. I have them put in what they want. So I have a Mimi that we go to see. She gives me a bath to help keep me clean. Scrub, scrub, scrub with kisses and hugs. Love, love, love my Mimi and me. Oh, that's cute. Like, when people are reading, like the front of the book says, put in what you call your grandmother. So they would say my mom, my big mama, my gaga, my yaya, but I always use Mimi because I'm Mimi. Oh, that is cute. Did you call your grandma Mimi? No, I actually called her grandma. Oh, okay. I ended up calling me Mimi because my daughter's mother-in-law wants to be called grandma because the other kids don't have grandma, so I ended up being Mimi. It's okay. So yeah. where can they purchase your book? My books are available on Amazon, of course, and you can get them. Um, I have a, a landing page they can order them from, which is on www.icelandhamiltonaustin.com. And hopefully soon on Barnes and Nobles, I'm trying to get through all their red tape to get with that. Cool. I actually am now, uh, my book is available in Colorado now. Um, oh. As of this week, it's called the Young Bookworms Bookstore, which is a bookstore for only self-published authors. So Congratulations! I was so, I was so excited about that. I was so excited about that. I saw a news story about that and I contacted her. She, look, she looked at my books and was like, absolutely. So that went in, um, I think it was Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, they actually are in the store. So if you're ever in Colorado or you want to order from the Young Bookworms website, it, they're there. Hey, so you guys, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, y'all, follow her on Amazon, purchase her books. She has a wonderful title. She's uh, spreading a wonderful, much-needed message to our little bitty loved ones whether yeah. you're a mother or a grandmother spread a little love yeah. bless your child with this book and they can reach out uh, i'm on um, facebook as iceland hamilton austin 
IG and TikTok at Iceland51. Um, my Facebook page and my, and my um, all my social media is full of stuff. Because right now, um, when the kids come and see me for their well care visits, mm-hmm. I give them a signed copy of one of my books. And so I have a reading campaign going on called Reach Out and Read. And I have people that are donating funds so that they can get a book. So it's amazing. Like they love it. The parents love it that the provider who sees them is also a children's book author and they get a free copy of my book. Oh, that is so wonderful. So yeah. So they want to donate to my cause. (laughs) They can also do that. But all that info is definitely on my Facebook page over and over. So they can look on there and see. Y'all make sure y'all reach out and connecting because like she said, there's love, there's uh, peace, and there's protection in connecting. That's right. So I want to thank you, Iceland, for coming on our show. Y'all, like I said, make sure y'all purchase her book. Y'all, this is Victory Chat with Jackie McKeever. Remember, your victory starts here. It starts with the conversation. And make sure you subscribe and share this this episode with the one you love. Bye, y'all. Bye, Iceland. Bye. Thank you, Jackie.